0: Just a reminder, our podcast deals with crimes that are often violent and graphic in nature, so listener discretion is advised. So when in doubt, leave the kids out. Now, please let us take you back in time. Well,
1: hello, old-time crime gal fans and listeners. It's been a while. I think it's been a little over a week. I, I think don't. So. I don't know. It's been. It's been a minute. It feels like it's been longer than that. We got into school, graduation, yes. all and whenever kinds of things. Whenever we miss a week, it always it throws me off, and I feel like we haven't talked in forever. Yes, I agree. But but welcome back. Welcome we're back, and so it's Shannon and oh Melissa, and last time we talked about all those little mini stories, the like yes. the little mini things. Yes, yeah. It's been a while. So and you posted that right? I did. Uh-huh. Yes, that went. That was last. week. Um, so, this one actually, this story today is going to take us across the pond to the UK, which I do know we have some listeners in the United Kingdom. So, shout out to y'all, which I don't know what the British equivalent of y'all is. I don't
0: know. But, but, but anyway. Yes, I don't know what that would be. And
1: you have no idea what this week's story is, like I always.
0: Don't. I have no idea. <laughs> so, this is about Hatton Garden. All right, can you spell that? Because when she first told me, I thought it was like a hat. First and she thought it was a person, and then like you're like, maybe, oh, I haven't heard about them. Like a girl named Hatton, and then last well, name Hatton's Garden. A cool name, Hatton. Hatton. So, Hatton. Or um, hat, and <laughs> garden.
1: But it's what? How do you spell it? it so, like H-A-T-T-O-N. H-A-T-T-O-N. Hatton. Garden. And then it's yes. word garden. Garden, yes. Okay. It's an area in London in the, um, like a jewelry district. Oh, okay. That makes so, sense. And it's Hatton Gardens Safe Deposit Company. Now, that she
0: said it was in London. That makes sense. Yes.
1: Yep. So, um, big story, big story. happened in 2015 over Easter weekend, which happened to be a banking holiday. Okay. And so, Easter break is over. You know, this Tuesday, April 7th, businesses are starting to open. Um Patrons are coming back in, you know, getting the swing of things. And this is London's busiest, like, biggest jewelry district. People go there to buy jewelry, diamonds, whatever. And so, patrons
0: of Hatton Gardens... So, somewhere me and you would not... No, would I wouldn't I,
1: frequent. I wouldn't, wouldn't frequent. go. <laughs> nope. Um, I'd be like, oh, it must be nice to... Like, I guess our, Rodeo, our version of Rodeo Drive uh, or whatever. Yeah. Um, so, patrons of Hatton Gardens Safe Depository Company, they're about to get a shock. Um, so... Their underground vault has been raided over the holiday weekend.
0: Oh, wow. So,
1: about 78 or so boxes in total were, like, ripped out of the wall, open, empty, just thrown in a pile. This is Just empty pile of metal. And so, the content is gone. And there are a lot of traders that use that company to store, like, diamonds and gold bars and extra cash and just, you know, piles of money. For safekeeping. Oh, wow. And if it's anything like our safety deposit boxes, like you can rent them, per, you know, pay per month to store things, but you put what you want to in them. Right. The bankers don't know what's in your safety deposit box because it's supposed to be secret. Which is why movies are so intriguing yeah, when they go to safety deposit. deposit boxes. And normally you have to have two keys. The banker has a key and you have a key and they have to be insert. Well, the ones when I worked at the bank. They have to be inserted at the same time and turned okay. in order to open this box, and then you get this box out, and then they leave you in a room by yourself to open it and put said items ah, in. Gotcha. Because sometimes there's guns, there's murder weapons, or like. But how do you wheels? even get
0: that into the bank? I don't. I in don't know. Deposit box. I
1: don't know. Ah. But I know there has been some, and so there's lots of crazy, crazy things. That My happen knowledge in this is what is I've books. seen in movies, which is so. <laughs> Well, sometimes like it depends on the bank we were at was it was downtown it was creepy. like walking people through through there oh, and yeah. like in those walls of all these little little vaults that they could stash their their secrets in. but Ooh. so about eight am police were called in to investigate what happened and they obviously saw the severity of the situation. so they bring in the flying squad. So the flying squad is like specialty robbery, organized crime unit, okay? And they're they're called the Flying Squad, so they came in and they kind of took over. And you know, because obviously they're dealing with professionals, because it's 2015. There's alarm systems, there's lasers, there's cameras, there's just had to be like really smart, sophisticated, organized criminals to accomplish this feat.
0: So, is there a hole in the wall where they came in from? uh calls, okay. <laughs> so wait, pause, let's
1: pause, see. Pause, pause. Um, so, the one of the key investigators is um DS Jamie Day, he's a flying squad member and he was one of the first to arrive on the scene. And actually, there's a very good documentary on YouTube by Ross Kemp, and I'll link it, is where I watched it. There's also a couple of podcasts, and it's like they even made a movie about it with um Michael Caine okay. and, and Off of This Thing. Okay. So, there's a movie about it if you want to watch it, and I'll put all that information in the yeah. show notes. But, um Hatton Garden. Hatton Garden. And so the corridor is leading to the vault. So the vault is underground. So the hallways leading up to the vault just look like, I mean, they're covered in dust. There's equipment everywhere. There's tools. There's pipes. There's hoses. There's piles of water on the floor. It just looked like you were in the middle of a remodel. Like all these different, like they didn't even bother to clean up any of that stuff.
0: Who, The thieves, the thieves, yeah. yeah this well, is all
1: the stuff that the thieves left behind. Why would you though? Unless well,
0: you had fingerprints or something, okay?
1: Right, so they were trying well, to I figure mean, out how out of in bank, the world have time to clean. Well,
0: they but, went in on
1: a holiday weekend. Oh, oh, yeah, so this so is the Easter weekend, nobody so knows Thursday ex- afternoon until. Tuesday morning is a long time. They should have vacuumed. Yeah, they just made they it look like nobody have, was there. Yeah. Nobody would have even known. That's true. Okay. But anyway, so they were trying to figure out how they got in. Well, the crew walked right in the front door, apparently. Oh, wow. So, keys were not hard to come by because Hatton Garden was like a multi-office. kind of like we, those complexes oh, we have okay. downtown. It's just an area where you can go in and then you branch off to other things. So, there's plenty of keys to go around. And so, anyone who had a box in that particular company had access to a key to the front of the door, okay. basically. And so, they just walked right in the front door. So, once they're inside, now they have to get to the basement. So, what they do, they can't trip any alarms. Okay. So, they entered down the shaft of the customer elevator. Okay. They didn't activate the elevator they propelled climbed whatever they needed to do they went down through the customer elevator shaft and that puts them into the vault area okay not into the vault main door but into the vault section of the
0: the bank so let me just pause here okay i could never rob a bank because i could not repair down. <laughs> Shaft of an elevator, so I'm never going to be a. Suspect. Not quite sure how how they they, they had that. to be physically fit. Well, you okay? Yeah, no? yes, they okay. had they have to be
1: physically say, fit I'm or be able thinking, to do that. Yeah, I'm,
0: I'm like it makes me think tired, and how can I repeat? I can't. Mm.
1: Like entrapment Mission Impossible, it yeah. these have to be people who yeah. they know what they're doing. They're in fit. They're, yeah. You think anybody. you think that's the profile? Okay. So, once they get down, so the elevator door opens into the area of the vault, but then they have like a shutter door, like a garage, like a bay door, the down they have to get through, but they have 60 seconds before an alarm goes off. Okay. So, they disable the alarm, so they're smart enough to do that within 60 seconds of coming down and opening the the elevator door. And then it looked like the, um, the shutter door is bolted to the floor. It looked like it was forced open and bent. And sitting on, like, blocks with enough space to someone to, like, army crawl okay. in on their belly. Gotcha. So, they they went in on a very, very, very tight, tight spot. Again, fit, small. Yes. Go through the sole. Oh, this is exciting. That- <laughs> so, then, in the entire, they disabled the alarm, get through the shutter door. Then they have to drill holes
0: mm-hmm. into
1: the wall, into the concrete really thick concrete wall okay because they can't go through the vault door because they don't know they can't figure that out okay that's too complicated gotcha but the holes they have to dig they dig three holes so they have this main hole in the middle and then they move a little bit to the left and a little bit to the right okay so the space that they have to they couldn't fit their whole team in so only select members of the team had to get into the vault okay and so the vault has safety deposit boxes from floor to ceiling, okay, all the way around. So once they drill into this hole, they're blocked because there's security, bo- there's safety boxes there, if you understand what I'm saying, because they didn't go through the door, so right. they had to okay, I got it. So they did not go through the door. So when they drill these holes, they're blocked by safety deposit box. Got it. So in the vault, there's 999 boxes, and so from floor to ceiling, and so, it appears there wasn't a specific target. They weren't looking for certain numbers or certain things. It was basically ransacked at chest level. So, nothing that you would have to, like, reach up for to work out or get down on the floor and pull out. It was okay. They were working at their height. Okay. Average height. And so, as soon as it was figured out that... Um,
0: can I ask you a question? You sure can. Why only 999? I know. Why not the
1: last one? Can I meet a
0: thousandth customer? That Maybe they couldn't fit another one. I don't know. I know there's different sizes.
1: There's different sizes. You have small, medium, large, whatever dimensions. Maybe they just couldn't fit one more somebody, box in there. Maybe that's their lucky number. I don't know. I bet I don't that know. drives
0: somebody crazy that it wasn't a complete thousand. <laughs> not me. Well, I
1: bet they wish they probably could have got in more than 78 boxes because that's all that was open oh, was okay. 70-some. So it wasn't like one goal of one number. It was just whatever they could get. Right. Because no one really knows what's in the boxes unless the owner of the box has told you what's in the box. Okay. So it was basically just like, we're going to grab what we can grab and we're going to get out. So as soon as it was figured out, not only did, was a highly organized crime group that hit most secure safety deposit box company, but they were there for two whole nights.
0: Ooh. But still only opened 78 boxes. Huh. It must not have been too good, or maybe they were lazy criminals and they rested in between. <laughs> it took a lot to repel. Maybe they yeah. couldn't, maybe they thought, Oh, we got to climb back out, we might as well do that in two nights. Well, no matter how
1: who you are, no matter what you're doing, when you make a plan, sometimes they don't always go out
0: True. and be
1: executed the way you want them to. Same goes for highly organized criminals. So, the first night is completely unsuccessful, so they couldn't get through. Because- when they drilled the holes through the concrete, they were stuck with that
0: the security turkey. box.
1: Okay, yes. And their plan was to knock the boxes over, which will release them, maybe open some, like, completely yeah. take that. But they were bolted to the floor and the ceiling. Ah. So, the pump that they had to push through broke. Oh, okay. So, they just had to, like, abandon. Okay. Abort. Plan didn't work. They were there from 830... Around eight thirty that night to nine the next morning, and left empty-handed. Worked all night long.
0: Oh, so they went out and then came back again because I guess they had to go get something. Uh, the,
1: well, they they needed to accomplish what they came to yeah. accomplish. It's a holiday weekend, and they needed to eat. Yeah, they needed to
0: sleep. They needed yeah, rest. So, yeah, and that's why they chose the weekend that it was a holiday. So, so
1: originally there was a group of six, mm-hmm. but the second night only four came back. Two of them were like. Didn't work. Peace out. Gone. Gone. Because that's when they start making mistakes, when they lose two people. Ah, okay. So, part of their cleanup crew was ditching them. Right. Well, as it happens, on the very first night when they got down to the elevator and they disabled the alarm, they disabled it. It didn't go off, but it still sent a message to the monitoring company that the alarm had been tripped. Huh. Okay. So a security guard was sent out, and just walked the perimeter, the perimeter, and said, "I don't see anything. It's a false alarm." Ah. While all those guys were inside, down below, down below, drilling holes in the concrete <laughs> walls, trying to steal off, knock off all these security boxes. False alarm. Huh? Yeah, that's crazy. So once the public well, I guess was made it aware, was so
0: far down and he couldn't hear, and depending on how far he went into the
1: would well, well, you
0: expect them to go in the bank and go down to the vault? Not in the vault, but maybe just go into the bank, see if he hears anything abnormal. Uh, I don't know. He, did, he didn't go in. I guess it depends on what their security contract was.
1: But, so when the public knew, found out about this, oh, they were mad. Because you mean that cops were caught, the alarm was tripped, and you didn't go in to look at it? Yeah. So then, like... And the backlash was so bad, Scotland Yard had to, like, issue an apology. Oh, like, wow. Like, obviously, policy wasn't followed. We should have did this a little bit better. Because nobody knew what security boxes were ransacked. Oh. So you got all these people down here that have stuff in the other 920-some that want to <laughs> know if their box is yeah. safe. Oh, wow. And so for a while, they didn't know what what was taken.
0: Yeah, and I just think, that would he have gone down to the vault? Is that where the alarm was?
1: go ahead cough it out out.
0: (laughs) was that where the alarm was triggered I wonder in that
1: particular area I don't know if they could see where it was triggered or if it just sent like an alert like something's wrong
0: Yeah, or
1: cause it's still disabled like it wasn't siren off anything yeah. so police weren't sent out it was a security guard from the alarm company okay well so police were never technically called yeah. out there oh okay so, so i why wouldn't they
0: apologize them?
1: well i wouldn't expect the police to if they were never no. called out there it shouldn't have been their responsibility to go inside anyway right. so they're right. saying the alarm company should have done it and then they were aiming their anger at the police because yeah. that's who else are you going to blame so right. then they issued an apology which i didn't think they needed to
0: no so, i don't think so but and if you had money stolen from that first of all thank you for listening to our <laughs> cry <crime> podcast <yes>. <laughs> <laughs> and them they're and no longer just... open they had to
1: liquidate and then oh, close because okay. this took such a public such such a hit that nobody wanted to put their stuff okay, in there anymore. I, gotcha. I mean so but if you did or knew someone who did and it was pretty recent that's yeah I don't know, it's pretty thanks cool. for listening <laughs> i like a good jewel thief story um. Yeah. So even though the crime scene was full of debris and tools and everything else, they also found bleach bottles. Okay. So they did spend time cleaning, cleaning and wiping stuff down, and so there was no, nobody got cut. There's no baby blood laying around. There's no DNA. There's no fingerprints. There's no. There's no forensic, whodunit. Right. Um, clue to go to go by. But, they see they were even smart enough to take. To rip out the hard drives that were attached to the security cameras. Oh, okay. So they couldn't even go back and look at the CCTV the footage yeah. from inside.
0: Yeah, I'm just That's curious. Smart. Was this inside person, or are we getting there?
1: We're getting there. Okay, we got we got a ways to 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 go here. All right, but um, so the Hatton Carden cameras were gone, but there is CCTV footage from all of the surrounding businesses across the street. That they can tap into. Okay. So now they have a view of the entrance and the uh, fire escape, the exit, and what is going on. So they can kind of piece PC. together who's walking around and who's got things going on. Yeah. So we'll figure out yeah. how they did it in just a second. All right. So we're back. Hello. Yep. Okay. Small break. So, we were talking about how the first night didn't go as planned. They couldn't get the safety deposit box knocked over with their pump because their little pump broke. And so, now they have to come back a second night. So They were determined. They were. But remember, their crew got smaller It went from six to now
0: four. Which to me is a story. liability. I guess, yeah, that's a liability, but... You know, because if I were gonna plan it and then come back <laughs> out, I yeah, that would that would be still bad. Can't get down the elevator shaft. So I'm just putting so that they, out for future reference if I'm ever associated. Nobody's with gonna, gonna, gonna recruit you. you know, they, oh thoughts. nope, Shannon didn't do it. She had to rappel down the ele- yeah, elevator. She didn't do it.
1: So the cameras. So they start piecing together the cameras, right? So we're gonna go back a bit. Oh yeah, on the
0: outside of the building, on the outside the surrounding Okay.
1: So we're gonna go back a bit, and we're gonna go back to the initial robbery and kind of piece it together from what the footage shows okay so on Thursday the 2nd so this is going into the holiday weekend about 8 20 they see a white van come into view of the streets surrounding streets and it arrives and it stops um just at the start of Easter holiday so by now people have gone buildings are closed you know 5 p.m out the door people are gone all right and so then they see two men a few minutes later, casually walking. They cross the street into Hatton Garden. Okay. So then moments later they see a third man that and these men are in like work vests, like reflective gear, hats. You can't really see their faces. Okay. Of course, it's a little grainy, so all you see are these two guys cross the street into Hatton Garden, and then you see a third man followed behind, but he is carrying this big old duffel bag right in front of his face where the cameras are. So you have no view of what he looks like. Yeah. So they can't see any identifying features. He's got that big black bag on his face. Just walking along. But then he's seen digging into his pocket and going through the front door of Hacking Garden. So obviously they think he pulled out his key and he walked right in the front door. So then he walks through the building and lets the rest of the crew in At a designated spot in the back, which that was captured by a camera across the street. So you can see them going in, but you see reflective vests, hats, one guy's wearing a wig, like Uh, you can't there's no telling what these what these guys who these guys are. But the media gets hold of those steals that the police have that they're trying to find these people. Okay. And you would think the media would be outraged. But it kind of turns into like a laughable like oh look at these elderly men robbing this place oh, look wow. at those granddads, man they can't live on retirement what do you expect them to do oh wow so, so it it it's turn kind of like a joke well not like a joke but they it's not like they were murderers right so the the like you know diamonds like blingo they went to go play blingo uh. or like diamonds are for elders and like all these cutesy little articles like give them a break they're old like they must need the money like gotcha. so lovable why do they little, think they're old? lovable you can tell in the pictures also, okay because somehow i missed yeah, that when no, you're but, talking so yeah, they're old they're old ah. it's a granddad game okay how
0: cool i didn't i didn't pick that up
1: <laughs> they're okay. all retirees
0: very cool okay i didn't somehow i missed that they're very
1: smart yeah, and they're career criminals, obviously, because they know what they're doing. But they're all. But this must be their one last. Let's steal the stuff and go live on a beach somewhere, wherever we want to go, because we're
0: done. We're done with what this island life. was that we talked about a few months ago? I don't know. Where the guy, no, um, the one where the lady. um the guy that was in witness protection, they were on the island. Belize! It was Belize? Yeah, okay, she bought, the they, they bought an island
1: off of yes, the coast of Belize, yes. and then I looked up land, and it's really cheap there, yes. and I kind of want a vacation there. So that's but where anyway. these guys were. Yeah.
0: Okay, so now, I guess if I'd seen the movie, <laughs> then I would have known I was older. I young. said
1: Michael Caine, but,
0: but well, yeah, it it didn't Well, it could Michael Caine was young. Yeah. Well, was a recent movie.
1: Okay. But anyway, so yeah. yes, this were like the granddad game. Okay. I'll just, you know little old chaps who just needed some yes. extra money so the one media didn't thing. really like come at them like they they thought they would once they get they a hold of older because older
0: people just you know they don't do anything yes yeah, they do. do. older people can be bad the killer people. grandma remember that Yes, one? people can be bad they bad. can snap everyone
1: has a dark side That's but true. anyways so except once... me yeah. i don't and <laughs> melissa so once the media got you know gets hold of the CCTV steals you know it's front page but it's stuff like blingo and el- diamonds are for the elderly and stuff like that, um, but then they they focus on the van so they have a van so that's their starting point what is this van, and so of course it's a dead end was tags it- are fake bought under assumed name
0: cash what are we talking about I I was just never mind I was just gonna say something about was it a like a um, mobilized van where they had assistance to get in. I mean, Oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> I, I, mean, I might
1: have had a wheelchair bay. I don't know. Handicap, yeah. handicapped,
0: handicapped
1: um, van. But it was just a basic van that they, they couldn't find. They couldn't figure out what in the world has happened to this Well, just your, okay. So they thought it was going to be a clue, but it turned out to be the dead end. Okay. So then they're, like, studying the footage over and over again, trying to find out, like, what is happening. So, then they see on 8 a.m. on Good Friday, you know, then they start walking back to the van, but the crew is empty-handed.
0: Okay. So, that's how they
1: figured they must have been in there two two nights. nights. Okay. Because they're coming back to the van and nobody has any bags. Nobody has any. They're just like, oh, well. The age thing explains why the the other two didn't
0: want to go back.
1: (laughs) (laughs) So, obviously, something had gone
0: wrong. I only had one night in me, man. I can't do another one.
1: Yep. So, and then the footage shows them arriving again on Saturday night. So, they rested some. Yes. And they got some sleep. And they came back. They came back on Saturday. Saturday night. Everybody eat your Wheaties. Um, On April 4th. So, then they come back. So, when they review the video from sunday morning it's a little bit different so remember they went back saturday night so when they go into sunday morning now they're hauling trash cans uh-huh. heavy trash cans that they're putting inside this van so okay. obviously it worked. yes and they've gotten what they can get out and you think two trash cans full of stuff out of little safety deposit boxes a lot of stuff yeah it was 14 million dollars <gasps> worth of stuff really yes wow it was one of the biggest largest robberies in wow. English history. How cool. Or I guess well, I mean, I,
0: except for the people who I, like lost the good, money. I
1: like a good jewelry house. Yes. But so I mean they got they got a bunch of stuff. So they're Somebody. they're hauling two trash cans worth inside this van. Okay. So which the van it seemed to be impossible to nail down. So they keep watching the video and they notice about one hour before the gang arrives for round two on the second night, two gentlemen are seen walking like towards the front of Hatton Garden. One wearing a reflective vest, like the previous night. They walk to the front. They kind of stay there for a minute. And then they walk back to their vehicle. This was an hour before the rest of the crew arrived. Okay. So this is the two... Who didn't. Who didn't show up the second night. Okay. They showed up. And I guess they were like, Nah, not feeling it. We're gonna go. Yeah. But they got into... A white Mercedes <gasps> with a black top and black wheels that was much easier to track down than a van.
0: How crazy. Oh, no. Nice.
1: Because they weren't with the group. They were there on their own. Yes. And so now they just have to find out who owns this white Mercedes. Yes. Which
0: probably wasn't hard.
1: Right. Because there's automatic licenses readers everywhere and CCTV on every traffic light. Cool. So they catch the tags and then they follow it through the traffic cameras and watch it drive away. And then they follow it where it ends up stopping at a residential area. So then they just have to keep their eye. I mean, they follow it through the footage. So now they have to physically go, find it in person, and then basically just sit and wait. Yeah. And so they find it in person. They verify that it was the vehicle that they saw on on the film. And then they just go into stakeout mode. Okay. Which I would not do well on the stakeout. Me either. I get bored way too much. I gotta easy. use the bathroom too much. <laughs> I would eat way <laughs> too much and then go yeah. to sleep and be like, ah, sorry. I would be a horrible right. stakeout person. Yeah. Um. But anyway, so to everyone's surprise, so the owner of the vehicle wasn't like a gangster, you know, ex-military, top-notch crime boss that's in physical shape and you know that they first thought was going on. It's an you know an elderly gentleman, you know, there's a retiree by the name of John King Collins okay so now they know who owns the mercedes now john he's 74 years old he's a granddad (laughs) part of the granddad gang he's lived in um his whole life two miles away from the safety puzzle box area and you know that's crazy the documentary I watched actually interviewed him and he's so hard to understand. I cannot understand like cockney English. It's just not in me. (laughs) And even it was subtitled wrong. Like whoever was listening to the subtitles, like that's not what he said. But basically he said, like, if you're a criminal, that's your job. That's just what you do. It's like, you got to make a living. That's what you do. Like, as a matter of fact, like, here's what I am. Not going to change it. And he's like drinking a beer, talking to the camera. And I'm like, okay. like, Okay, but anyway. that's his retirement. That was his retirement plan. That was, that was what he was doing. He was gonna. It's a job. I'm gonna get paid. This is what I'm gonna do. But then he back part down. of who I am. No. Oh, he did no. Okay, John. Well, I I guess we'll get to we'll get to that in a minute. Okay. But the Mercedes belonged to John. And so, John's part of the deal and what he did. So they start reviewing the videos and find out exactly what he did during the heist. His job was to stay across the street and be the lookout okay. and drive the van. So, he oh. was the driver and the lookout. So, he was not rappelling down any um, okay. elevator shafts. I don't think he could. <laughs> <laughs> so, he was the lookout. Um, of course, once he got out of jail, he was thinner and looked a little bit more fit. But during the surveillance video, he wasn't doing that. Um, so, he was identified and they kept watching and waiting for him to lead, you know, authorities to the rest of the gang. Because you find one. Figure out who they're talking to. Eventually, they'll lead you to the rest of them. So, they sit and they wait and they put surveillance on them and they watch. And so, ten days later, after the robbery, John meets with a friend. And so, they try to figure out who this friend is. It's another elderly gentleman. And then they learn his name is Brian Reeder. Okay. And the Flying Squad knows Brian Reeder very well. Okay. He had been in a lot of high-profile robberies, cash robberies, one involving lighting a armored truck driver on fire. Oh, no. Until he would surrender his keys to just empty the back of the the truck. Oh, my gracious. And then one of his known associates was involved in stabbing a police officer. So, when the flying squad knew his name, that was became very personal.
0: I bet. Like, we
1: are going to hunt this guy down. Like, he's involved. We're going to figure it out. So, they know Brian Reeder very and well. And how old is Brian? I have it. In the okay. end <laughs> right. write it towards this page he's also in the the granddad gang okay. age, so all of them are around the same age um but he is very known to the flying squad and they very want to catch him okay so John met Brian reader in prison um so reader had been a part of several several heists that we just talked that I just mentioned and so um but they couldn't find reader on the um second night they couldn't find him. okay oh. And so he was one of the ones that has sat out. So authorities were trying to figure out what went wrong on night one. They know something happened. They had to leave. They left empty-handed. They came back a second night. And, you know, then they left with stuff. So what they had figured out was a broken hydraulic pump. It was theorized that they couldn't get that box, the boxes open, pushed down against the wall to let them crawl through. So they had to go get another pump. Okay. So, then they start looking at tools. So, the 23rd of April, police go public with a $20,000, or 20,000 pounds, excuse me, reward for information. But they specifically plead to the wives and girlfriends of the granddad gang. they're like if your boyfriend or husband has any extensive specialized drill knowledge please let us know because their their key is to find out about this pump it didn't work nobody called anything and it it. turned it kind of turned into a joke there was like tv shows and and like i guess their version of the view a bunch of ladies talking around (laughs) like would you turn your husband in? they're like no he just robbed a jewelry store like
0: and if he was a career criminal why are they gonna do that now yeah yeah
1: so um so no that didn't that didn't offer any leads <laughs> that were workable.
0: Unless you were tired of them and been with them for many years, then maybe, but
1: <laughs> so the twenty fourth of April, Collins meets with two more members at a pub in North London. And so this is actually kind of like their base of where they would meet and talk and figure things out. And so now interplayers Terrence Perkins and Daniel Jones. Now Daniel Jones was in his fifties. He was the youngest one of the bunch. Okay. He was like a yes he's young yes he's young <laughs> but he was the one who like wanted to be a bad criminal and have a long rap sheet but he really wasn't respected I... as much as the older gentlemen were so brian reader was the one who came up with this whole plan okay. so it was his plan and he didn't come back the second night wow um because he didn't think it was smart yeah but um jones was one who was like trying to add to his rap sheet and show that he can he can do he it. He could do it. Got it. So they go back through all the phone records. They're trying to get everything. And Saturday before the second break-in, Collins places a call, sourcing a stronger hydraulic pump from like a local store. And Jones runs down to the store, gives them his ID, oh. his photo, his name, his address, and leaves with the pump. And it's all on camera.
0: Maybe that's why he doesn't have an extensive criminal record. Exactly.
1: And Collins was interviewed, and he's like, "I don't know how he said I'm not going to portray to speak in a British accent." Was like, he gives them his he gives them his picture and his photo ID and his address. Like, what <laughs> anyone should know not to do that yes. if you don't want to get caught. Yes. So yeah, they found out he bought the pump from this place, and that's the how they got in the second night. And so the first of May. So this is. Members are at the bar chatting, but what they didn't know was there was an undercover, undercover. I cannot speak tonight. Officer also in the bar, a few feet away from them.
0: Okay, filming them. Wow. Now
1: you could not get audio, but you can see the three of them talking, and it was Brian Reeder, Collins, and Perkins. And this conversation gave police probable cause to bug their vehicles. So, they still didn't want to arrest them yet because they want to find out where this $14 million worth of stuff is. Got it. Because if they bring them in, they'll just be like, no comment, no comment, no comment. I'm not talking.
0: True.
1: So, they have to sit and have to wait. But the way they found out what was on the video, because there's no audio, they had to hire lip readers to read what they were saying and he was actually doing the hand motions of like the pump and it, it wow. his hand motions explained what was happening right so they were like this conversation puts them in in the vault talking about the pump that we so that basically was like now we can bug the vehicles wow so then they put bugs in their cars which i think that would be a fun job
0: to bug somebody's vehicle? Yeah,
1: without them knowing. Uh, no. With probable reason, yes, of course. Yes, yes,
0: yes. You're like, I'm going to find
1: out what you yes. do. <laughs> yeah, check your vehicle next time you go out to the parking i was scared. <laughs> um, But, so now, um, the gang is, like, having tension and there's issues and they're beginning to split up because of the two people not showing up the second night. And so, communications are getting kind of crazy. Don't trust anybody. And, That's yeah. the thing.
0: Don't do it.
1: So, then you figure out Brian Reeder and Carl Wood were the ones that left. But Reeder was the mastermind, and he's the one that planned it all out. This thing took three years to plan. They met for, I mean, think how so meticulous they were about how they got in and didn't trip alarms and had the right people and had the right, you know, cameras blocked. Like, this took a long time to plan. And then he just bails. Yeah. And so, even Collins was like, that's, you just don't do that. Yeah. That's bad it's bad right. for anything. Make a plan and then back out. Bad thievery. So and then because of that, they were gonna cut him out of his cut. Oh. So okay. you plan this whole thing out and it was successful, but now you don't get any of the money. So yes. So now that's gonna be a problem, that obviously. Be, yes. And so you know, the traders they just they didn't deserve their cut, is what the rest of them thought. And so there is this other character that they talked about, and they only mentioned him a few times called Basil. Okay. And they didn't know who he was. Because he's the only member that they didn't know um, his the real po- name. The police don't, the know, police police. don't know his okay. real name. He lost all contact with the group. Apparently, he was an electronics expert, which be the person that stopped the alarm. Right. Um, And he was the one in the video that they think is wearing a wig. So, you can't even tell what color hair he has. Because uh-huh. he was wearing a red wig over top of his,
0: like, uh-huh. sunglasses and hat and stuff. So and they, the gang doesn't. They don't know who... Do they well, know who he is, like his name, or is it just Basil?
1: I, I think they just call him Basil. Okay. And they call him the ghost in, like, got the it. police, line, like, in their whiteboard where they got, got the stuff going. So, he's, no one knows who Basil is. And so, he loses contact with the team afterwards, and no one is talking about him at all. Hmm. So, it takes him three years to even get a name on this person. Wow. And so, the jewels and jewelry, they had to be... Immediately driven from Hatton Garden to Colin's house, and then they had to empty the trash cans and stash them somewhere because Colin's wife was due back the next day. Okay. Because someone asked him in the interview, Why didn't you divvy it up then? Why not just split it up and just you take whatever and run? And he said, We didn't have time, like his wife was coming back. She didn't know anything about it, she had yeah. no idea this is what he was doing. I mean, obviously, she had to know he was a career criminal because how was you anyway but i guess she didn't know he had planned to do that while she was on like bank holiday or whatever (laughs) and so he wanted to get the stuff gone while before she came home so he actually gave his stash to a man by the name of bill lincoln which is his brother-in-law okay for safekeeping but he gives it to somebody else what you can't trust anybody I know. why would be he with somebody else i don't know he was so mad because i'm giving you this like hold on he didn't know it came from hatton garden it I, again career criminal probably he's probably yeah. got some stuff going on hey hold this for me man hold it for two weeks and i'll be back to get it he moves it to somebody else i don't know the reason behind that That's crazy but it's crazy so then jones was responsible for taking the diamonds the youngest kid okay So, he buries the diamonds in Edmonton Cemetery. (laughs) So, through the bugs, they find all this out. And they're like, wait a minute. We don't want to go collect. We want to find out when they're going to do, like, they call it the slaughter. When they're going to actually divvy up everything they got. And, like, we want to get them in the act. Yes. And so, they sit and wait. But they learn through those bugs that they're planning on um, Jones and Perkins are going to double cross everybody else. So you've got all these people now they time. have all this money and all this cash they've hidden it in different places and now people are starting to pit against each other.
0: Yeah. And that's when mistakes are slipping out and oh, they're yeah. they figuring things out. So that's oh, crazy. Man. Jones doesn't sound like he's got the common sense to do any of that. It's he- funny
1: you should mention that because when you find out what they found in his flat or his, yeah, they call home flats it's funny. I laugh so hard. But um, we'll get to that in a second. All right, so now we have what diamonds in a cemetery. We've got a brother-in-law who gave it to somebody. Yeah, a brother-in-law that's got some gold stash. There's different people have stashes, but they're still not their cut of what they need per se. So they're planning a um, and then slaughter. two of them are kind of, yeah, two of them. They're trying to push out two of them, and so it's it's crazy. And so the fifteenth of May, Perkins, he pays for a holiday for his daughter out of the goodness of his heart to get her out of her house so they can meet there to divvy up everything because it was the less likely place that it was already under surveillance. I got it. So it's like, we're being safe. Let's pick somewhere completely out of the way that we don't normally meet up at. So he's like here, daughter have a nice trip. I'm going (laughs) to pay for you to go on vacation, which she does. So her house is empty. So that's where they plan on doing the slaughter. So now that's when, police decide that maybe it's time that we should get on board and like let's organize this big mass raid and so they take a list of all the suspected players that they have and all the addresses that they're at plus the daughter's house that perkins was talking about doing this thing so like over they're listening in oh yeah they're listening to their vehicles they're they're listening to the plan and so it was like over i mean it was hundreds of officers wow and so at the same time, simultaneously raid twelve addresses. Oh wow! Okay, yep. And so the goods were being like you could see the good the goods literally being moved from a vehicle behind a bar that was right by a camera into a taxi, and then they follow them to the house. I mean they 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 could see all this stuff, and then the houses get raided, and so multiple arrests were made. Twelve houses were rated but they only recovered a third of the 14 million dollars for the stuff huh 14 million pounds sorry <laughs> <laughs> i don't know what the conversion rate is so 14 over a th- just a third just a small piece of that big huge chunk and of course basil was in nowhere of the of the rates because they didn't He's know who he was it. yeah they don't they don't know him and then so Colin said one person tried to run out by the the like guard. They tried to run away, but oh come on! I mean, <laughs> you've got hundreds of officers, and you're seventy six. I mean, yeah. they're gonna Get catch on your you. Scooter, they're gonna catch you. That's, so this of course, with the cane, they throw they not throw them, but they put them in the roo- interrogation rooms, and they're asking them questions, and every answer is no comment, uh, no comment, no comment, <laughs> no comment. They're not going to get anything out of them. They know how it works. they have been career criminals, and they're such loyal to this Basil that that they're not giving them up. Wow! Because normally it'd be like we'll you a deal if you let us know who this person yeah. is. Like, no, comment. Not doing it. So they had no, no, no clue. But in Daniel Jones's flat, they found a book called Forensics for
0: Dummies. <laughs> forensics for dummies but they didn't leave any forensics behind so obviously they learned something hey, you know what
1: <laughs> it showed the picture and i was like really because they made those books back in the for everything yeah. oh, yeah.
0: but forensics, forensics for, for dummies.
1: dummies that's
0: funny <laughs> yep and he it they didn't leave they didn't
1: leave anything so i mean that part worked it would have worked it didn't perhaps if they would have been successful the first night not had had the head had the head start mercedes now i did from another tv show one of the um granddad gang actually took public transportation
0: with his photo id bus pass to hatton garden what Oh, my word. I'm not going to drive my personal vehicle, but I'm going to use my personal photo ID. Yep.
1: Here's my bus pass. Take me to have, Hatton
0: Garden. The one guy must have been the only one that read forensics for dummies. He didn't share it with the rest. Well,
1: that was the one who went into the pump store and gave his, um uh, well, that's true. Jones.
0: He didn't listen to him. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> so, all the major players plead guilty because they want to avoid a trial and avoid the mandatory max sentence. Because okay. they pleaded guilty, it reduced their sentence. So, Brian Reeder, who was 76, got six years and three months. Colin, I guess because he didn't come back the second night because everyone else got seven years, except for Wood, who also didn't come back that second night. He got six years. Okay. So, I guess Reeder got the extra three months added on because he was the one who planned the whole thing? Maybe. I, don't I, I mean, I don't know how it works. <laughs> but, so, Reeder was 76, got six years, three months. Collins, he's 75. He got seven years. Jones, he's 61, got seven years. Perkins is sixty-seven, got seven years. Wood was fifty-nine, got six years, and Lincoln was sixty and got seven years.
0: Wonder if it ain't been out on got it now on good behavior because if this wasn't too well, you don't know when was the trial. The like, the Ray sense. got I don't know two thousand fifteen. Okay, okay. two
1: thousand fifteen. So, so it happened pretty quickly. Yeah, but now Basil is the one who still on on the lamb or whatever. Okay. Um, so they had to go through all their footage, their surveillance, keep watching Collins before they brought him in. And they were trying to figure out who Basil could be. And so they had to rule out every single person he came in contact with. Again, which is why I would not be good on a stakeout because that's just too much. Yeah. <laughs> it's
0: just, it's <laughs> too, too tedious. much too
1: tedious. So in April, Collins was followed to um Shortage Park. And he meets a man there. And they're like, Well, okay, maybe it's a friend. Who is this person? So then he's seen meeting again that man at a later month. So they're like, okay, so he's met him twice. You know, maybe we should find out a little bit more about this little mystery man. And so they follow him until and they could get an address. And that gives them a name. So at the end of 2015, they have a name which is Michael John C. I'm sorry. It didn't take them three years to find a name. It took them three years to find to to arrest him. Okay. So he's very difficult to track down. See, he doesn't have an electronic presence. Like he's off the grid. He uses cash only. He has no job. He doesn't have a driver's license. He doesn't drop a car. Like he's like bare minimum. Wow. But he's obviously. Done well for himself because he's got to have money coming in from somewhere. He yeah. can't just not have a job right. and be sustained and for years. Yeah. So, for 24 months, so two years, they just watch him. They're trying to figure out where is his money coming from, what is he doing, and how did he become. So, we're talking about Basil. So, for 24 months, whole two years, they watched this dude, Michael C. Because they had suspicion that he was part of it, but they still didn't know that he was Basil. Got it. Just that he was off the grid, didn't seem to have a telephone, didn't have, you know, income, didn't have a job, didn't have any, like, bills, cable bills, or just nothing. He just was was there. And so, they had all the footage from the ghost Basil, but there wasn't any proof to warn that they were the same person, so they couldn't they didn't have probable cause to go like raid right, is flat or do without anything, or if it was, if they were wrong, right? They, you know, then they could, he could sue and then they would be in trouble True. Um, for false accusations or whatever. And so they spent hours and hours and hours just watching this video of this Basil and then comparing it to watching footage of C. And it turns out he has a very distinctive gait. Ah, He walks in a particular way that throws, I don't know if it's from an old injury or just something where he throws his right leg out at a certain angle that when you put the footage side by side. You can match it. You can match it. And so that was enough for them to get the green light to go, we're going to dig deeper and crack down. And so on the 27th of March, 2018, they raid his residence. And in his flat, he had smelting machines. He was melting down gold. He was making his own jewelry. He had bags and bags and bags of jewelry. Oh, and wow. there were gold bars that had the numbers to them that were matched to the stolen ones from Hatton Garden. Wow. He had over 150,000 pounds worth of merchandise in his wow. little flat. And in 2019, he pleaded guilty. Oh, not guilty. Sorry. Excuse okay. me. Because he wanted to the trial, but he got the maximum 10 years. Oh, wow. Like They have everything in your house. Just yeah. say you're guilty, get your six, exactly. seven years, and move on with your life. But he wanted... Like the rest of them did, apparently. Right. Yeah. But not he- guilty. I'm not guilty. The whole smelting machine in the background <laughs> that I'm making jewelry... It's not me. It's not me. I didn't do it. So he did the trial? I Look, I guess so. Okay. I mean, it didn't cover that, but if they... If you pleaded guilty, you avoided the trial, and he pleaded not guilty. So, so I guess he had to sit a through a trial. It's just they didn't. I mean, this is a very intensive story. Do we about know how he was? Oh, da, 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 da. I did not write that down. Okay, I was just wondering if he was an page. older gentleman or what. He's an older gentleman. Okay. All of them were older, older. gentlemen. <laughs> All of them. Okay. Um, but Danny Jones is still in prison, okay. as of this recording. Um, Brian Reeder and Kenny Collins, they are out, but they are fighting legal battles fighting proceedings to recover the millions of dollars. Like, they're trying to make them pay. Okay. Because, obviously, this stuff is still out somewhere. Yeah. But they're the ones who didn't come back the second night. So, I re- It doesn't make sense to no. go after them two. True. Because they did never part of the cut. True. That's, yeah.
0: That's true.
1: So, I don't know how that... That's, they're still in legal battles. Um, But two months after being found guilty, Seed asked for a leave to appeal his conviction. Oh, my god, Like... <laughs> You're guilty, it's man. Yes, yes.
0: You're this guilty. Just accept it.
1: But the flying squad is still looking for the rest of the stolen gold, cash, and diamonds. Wow! So that is the Hatton Garden heist. There
0: you go. That was very fascinating. I know
1: I didn't have how how old uh he so was. Yeah, so good. But
0: can't have and, every detail.
1: And one of them, I think Perkins. I believe it was Perkins. If I'm wrong, I'm sorry. But one of them had cancer and died in prison. I think oh, it was fine. Perkins. Um, because it was like his last last hurrah anyway and, yeah. and and he um he went but there's they were featured on a show called the white rabbit which was like the myth but it has grant Imahara, Tori, and, and carrie um explaining how it happened and they kind of reenacted it, and the actors are like okay. they're funny it's, it's hilarious how they did it and they re um reconstructed the dimensions through the concrete and grant who was a skinny guy um could barely fit through there like it, I, it was really hard to get inside this little hole the hole that they had dug but um that and then the documentary the ross camp documentary on youtube i'll link but
0: i like a good jewel thief story.
1: Yeah. So i think we need something different besides murder this
0: and day. nobody died I like yeah that nobody story. died yeah, um cool.
1: even the media was a little bit sympathetic towards the granddads
0: yeah give them a break but,
1: <laughs> but now cool. now some of them are out doing that their thing so hope you enjoyed it we did and just next week, hopefully next week. We can't really say that anymore if we're not no, consistent. I know. <laughs> Thanks with Thanks for hanging
0: out. kind of like out. a surprise. And a, yeah. You know, it's like when you get to the bottom of the cereal box and there's a do prize in there. Do they still do boxes,
1: surprises in cereal boxes? I don't know.
0: Maybe okay, we're showing our lately. old our old time. No, angels. it hadn't been that long ago because my kids would get like these colorful spoons. And oh, I don't about- know and I'm not we don't need enough cereal to know Yeah. I don't know cereal. if they do now. But... Cracker Jacks.
1: Do they still make Cracker Jacks? Yeah. Wasn't there a little thing at the bottom yes. of Cracker
0: Jacks. There you go. So you Jack. never know
1: with us. We might be a prize
0: in a week for you.
1: But um but thanks hopefully. for joining us. And so um reach out to our Facebook group. We have some new members. Thanks. Awesome. Um thank we talk you. about stuff up there and it's growing. It's small, but it's growing. And so we thank everyone to take the time that listens to us cuz we can ramble sometimes, but hopefully you enjoy it. And so come back next time. And just remember,
0: if you do the crime, it's going to catch up with you in time. And we'll talk about it.